Welcome to Pros and Cons, a podcast about randomness. I am your host, Kev. And I'm Jack. And today, we're going to get it cracking. That means started, all right? <laughs> With Kuko. Yeah, shout out Kuko. The monster. <laughs> Kuko. You probably don't get it, but in, I want to say Latin America, but for sure, Dominican Republic, where I'm from. <laughs> A cuckoo means a monster. That's like... Oh, really? The boogeyman. Like for kids, like, oh, el cuckoo. Like, <laughs> like the cuckoo's gonna eat you. Like, wow. That's the word. So maybe that's what he used it from or got it from, but little pointer for you guys. Learn something every day. <laughs> for those who don't know, cuckoo, which is spelled C-U-C-O, is a musician from L.A., Mexican first generation immigrant his parents are from mexico and yeah makes great music the dude is a beast um how would you describe his sound yeah it's like it's a super specific sound yeah like i've even seen on youtube someone be like how to make a kuko type beat you know yeah exactly like it's such a specific sound and not just with like the beat but his voice too but like his voice even his lyrics, he yeah. um, he likes to use both English and Spanish. Yeah, that Spanglish flow. That Spanglish, you already know. It's on the rise. <laughs> um, his flow is super specific. But yeah, it's, it's also like very fun. Even his moodier songs, they're like youthful, moody songs. Right. And they're pretty fun. They're good to listen to. Do you remember like when you first heard about him? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. You definitely put me onto Kuko. I wasn't aware of Kuko wow. <laughs> until we like moved here. And sometimes we like sit in the living room and we just pop like YouTube on and whatever's there we watch. And right. I feel like one day, I don't even remember the song specifically, but you were just like, oh, this kid is real nice. Like, keep this video. <laughs> and It might have been for Summertime High Time. That sounds like it was it. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, you popped it on, and I think immediately, like, I was like, oh, shit, this dude's different, and he's dope. I like him. Yeah, I remember we watched, like, the Fader mini documentary on him, too. Right. Yeah, so he hasn't been on my radar for very long, but, or close to a year. Um, yeah, because that was, like, a year ago that he dropped that EP. Right. No, yeah, that's just been, like, nonstop on the playlist, you know? Yeah. Every time I'm driving around. Yeah, like, he also makes very <laughs> car-friendly music. Like, right. you just want to play, especially when you're with friends. Very sing-along-y. Pretty good. Yeah. But we're also not just here to discuss pros and cons of Kuko himself, Mm-mm. but of his record deal, which just got announced this past week. He's making big money now. Yeah. Young big millionaire. Easy. So he signed a deal for seven figures, a.k.a making a mill mm-hmm. and he's only 20 that makes me depressed bro <laughs> <laughs> but you had to say only 20 um no but yeah dude's making baller moves yeah a mill at 20 i don't even know what i'd be doing with that money at 20 yeah or now <laughs> <laughs> i think i could find some use for it now but yeah so what was like your first reaction when you heard about the news oh no (laughs) what is he doing (laughs) i'm being honest too that wasn't a joke 
I'm like weirdly afraid of deals. Like record label deals. Yeah, record label deals. There's just so many bad stories out there. Right. Even though it's usually, you know, has to do with your manager or what specific record label. And they're usually older deals from like back in the days when people weren't aware of them. But even recently, like, for example, Frank Ocean finessed his way out of his deal, but he was stuck in a bad deal. And Mm -hmm. there's still plenty of artists who, to this day, are in contracts that they don't want to be in. Yeah, for real. So, yeah, when you sent me the article, when the news broke out, that was really, like, my first reaction. Like, why was he doing this? Especially because... He is young, he's super talented, and he's going to succeed no matter what. Yeah, I mean, he's been blowing up. Like, on his own, right? Without a record label. And at this point in his career, it didn't seem necessary for him to sign. Right. So that was, like, my initial reaction. What about you? What do you think? Well, I think what you just said is, like, a key word, like, necessary. Mm. Like, I don't think it was necessary like we were just saying he was growing really fast organically and i think he could have kept growing on his own for sure yeah and i guess time will kind of tell in terms of if it will pay off because like basically with the deal it's like a joint venture license quote unquote and he keeps ownership of all his masters and they're basically gonna help with stuff like distributing the music in latin america and etc and kind of pushing it internationally more even though i mean he did already have like he said his largest streaming numbers in mexico city which isn't surprising because he's mexican but i guess yeah just helping his stuff get more out there so would you say after learning those facts um was it a good choice or are you still iffy about it i don't know because he's also kind of resisted it up until now and he said like he's been quoted as saying i'm only interested in a label if they come through with whatever terms i send them and even in like the announcement he's like was saying how him and his manager were really standing their ground and like making sure they got the exact details and situation they wanted so I feel like to a degree I want to and whether it's realistic or not, like trust his judgment and like, you know, we trust him as an artist. Like, I think he's wary of all this bad stuff that's happened to with other artists. So Mm -hmm. you never know, though, like it still could come around and kind of bite him. I'm not like super well versed on this record deal i don't know world where like people signing and all that but it's one million dollars like is this like a flat rate is this like normal low kind of high do you know well i mean even like a recent example brockhampton's rca deal they got 15 million and granted there are like 15 of them in the group so it kind (laughs) of evens out (laughs) a million to pop (laughs) but yeah i mean i don't know like what's exactly standard like i'm aware of stuff like this when it happens but you don't always see the exact numbers at the same time so Mm. it's hard to get like a full gauge on it but yeah i don't know i mean there's also another side to it 
of that certain people have done like imprints on Interscope like Kendrick and TDE and there's also like huge artists signed to Interscope like Tame Impala, 1975, Lady Gaga, Selena Gomez, uh, Playboy Cardi signed so like yeah. Oh, oh yeah their freaking list of artists is insane. Yeah. But yeah that's pretty interesting to see. Another thing also that kind of came to mind immediately for me was that he was in like this big car accident back in October when he was on Mm -hmm. tour and who knows like if there are certain medical bills or like other stuff where like he kind of racked up some extra money issues or etc he also like he still lives at home with his parents in Hawthorne and he had talked in an interview like before the accident about like helping them remodel the house and like all this stuff and like he had some money already from right what he was doing but yeah I wonder if the accident affected it at all or just in general wanting to like provide more for his fam or friends and etc yeah and like you mentioned earlier though it's also like they were willing to give him the deal that he wanted with all the requirements that he wanted and you're giving him a million dollars like who wouldn't so doesn't seem like he got the bad end of the stick but i mean what would you do do you think if you were in his position um someone's saying like yo a million dollars a million i've been in an accident (laughs) Yo, real quick, why are hospitals the way they are, bro? Yeah, no. I once seen a bill where, like, hospitals charge you, like, 500 for, like, an aspirin pill. (laughs) Like, when you're there and you get the bill and you see the breakdown, it's insane. Yeah. Um, I've heard it costs, like, multiple thousands when, like, you call an ambulance and they pick you up for that service. Right. Maybe that's for another episode, but... Oh, yeah, no, definitely hospitals too much to go into Um, but yeah so it could be one of these things where like not that he needs the money not that he's starving but it's one of those things where like he could use the help and like if he's already gonna be making the music anyway and they're like helping distribute and stuff like that like maybe he thinks you know why not oh yeah like there's a lot of pros that come with it like it is Almost guaranteeing you growth, not only in the U.S., but everywhere else. Right. Um, Latin America, Europe. It could help him connect with all these other artists, which I'm sure they already probably want to work with him because this dude is pretty dope. But it just facilitates a lot. Uh, yeah, I don't know. The deal deal sounding like a pro to me. So you would take it yourself? Me, though? Yeah, that's what, <laughs> I mean, that was my question. Yeah, I think I just spoke too much and forgot but (laughs) um it's weird for me because i'm always like if i ever did anything like i'm super into film and all that if i were to put something out i'd probably want it to be independent yeah not because of the title or what it means but just because you want to own everything about it and you want to have as much control of it as you can i mean he did say like he still has full creative control and everything but yeah, if put it this way, I guess 
if you're just giving me a mill to like have my name as part of your artist right. and you're just helping me out because you believe in my work or yeah. project I mean, or whatever and it is. in that instance say like they're helping you put the movie in theaters or yeah, on exactly. netflix or something then pass that pen because <laughs> i'm about to sign <laughs> um so yeah basically i mean just like we mentioned that he did if you give me the ideal scenario and the ideal contract i'm gonna give you that john hancock <laughs> i'm gonna sign big and proud are you signing this deal though i know i know you like control of your projects dude. yeah i mean i'm pretty much on the same page of that i wouldn't do it if it means like sacrificing say final cut on the movie or something mm-hmm. like that but if it's for distribution and they're on board for the creative stuff and that's like legally binding that they can't change that then yeah mm-hmm. sure like i'd love for a24 to partner up or netflix i know you're listening like, <laughs> it's not if you're listening but hey a24 i know you're listening <laughs> <laughs> hit the boys up <laughs> at cesspoolnetwork.com <laughs> or on instagram at cesspoolnetwork no but yeah that's it's a pretty good point so you would say pro overall yeah i would say it's for sure pro for kugo i'm still in the middle for like record label deals right overall but in this instance for him for sure pro what about you yeah i mean one more thing before i give my answer we also found out that his debut album will be coming in June. So that's a big plus, big pro. But yeah, I'm going to say overall pro for me because I trust Kuko, but con for record labels in general. Like he was able to make this work, but you know, Omar Apollo, you don't need that. So, oh, man. <laughs> follow Tyler the Creator's Wings. I mean, he is signed to an imprint Damn, on yeah. Sony. <laughs> uh, don't listen to me, bro. <laughs> Follow your heart. But yeah, so we're we're still pretty new in this uh, pros and cons thing. It's only episode six, right? Yeah. <laughs> Had to make sure. <laughs> um, so we're going to try something a little new, a little different. We are going to be breaking content down. And in this case, it's going to be this upcoming movie, Booksmart. Yeah, specifically the trailer for it. So yeah, in the future, it could be anything else. It could be like an actual movie, a series, a album maybe. Anything. Literally anything. You know, we keep it random out here in pros and cons. Yeah. But yeah, we're going to get this one started with the trailer. We're going to keep it nice and short. Yeah, trailers are good, too, for pros and cons because it's so easy a thing where there's points on both sides off the bat, you know. Right. Full movies are more complicated. Too complicated. It might be like a whole episode, but yeah, yeah. Let's, let's give this a try. So the trailer just dropped this past week. Again, the name of the movie is called Booksmart. It's Olivia Wilde's directorial debut. She's an actor that many of you probably know. And yeah, it stars Beanie Feldstein, Caitlin Deaver, has a good cast. From the trailer, you can tell it's going to be a pretty fun movie. It seems like a comedy. 
and if it looks and smells like a comedy, it's probably going to be a comedy. It's a coming-of-age story. The two mains are two young girls in high school, right? Yeah. One of them seems to be bi-curious. But yeah, it seems pretty fun. I don't want to give the whole trailer away. But the real question is, did this trailer want to make you watch the movie? For me, I'd say yes. I'd say the trailer has a lot of pros, not a lot of cons for me. Like, you kind of take it for what it is, in my opinion. And like you said, it just looks like a fun movie, you know? Right. So it's a pro for you, for sure. Yeah. Well, (laughs) for me, it's going to be a pro, too. Now, yeah, the movie, it's one of those, like, there's not much to hate about it. Right. For Olivia Wilde's debut film, it looks pretty good. It looks like it's shot well. Right. I don't know that... I mean, I guess there's, like, a few cons that aren't huge. Because this is, like, to be expected in most comedy films. There's, like, one or two corny-ass lines that they have. Right. Like, very slapsticky. Um, Especially in trailers. And I'm not good with names, but Shorty from friends is in there that plays phoebe or something oh, lisa kudrow yeah in previous episodes i've mentioned things i don't <laughs> like we can add friends to that list in this list we have uh ryan gosling emma stone i believe there's one or two other things but yeah let's let's add friends yeah to your cons list yeah um, so was it like a con for you just to see her in the trailer at all bro i was like Let's say we were going to, like, give a number to the film, like a grade. (laughs) It was like, damn, she does, like, a solid eight right now. (laughs) Her face popped up. (laughs) And I heard this sound in my head, like, (laughs) and I saw visually, like, in my head, like, a grade go down, (laughs) like, to, like, a six and a half. But then, you know, other things happened in the trailer, and it went back up to, like, a seven and a half, but. I mean, yeah, it she was does, little... like, finish off the trailer, so... It was rough, dude. <laughs> um, she isn't a bad actor, actress, but it, it is a con for me. But I'm sure she won't, she won't skunk the movie for me. Like, I'm sure I'll still watch it. Right. I mean, to be clear, like, I don't dislike her or friends. But, yeah, I mean, her and Will Forte... And Jason Sudeikis are all, like, adult supporting role characters, which Mm -hmm. are, you know, cool cameos. And mostly, though, it's, like, young people in the movie, Mm -hmm. at least from the trailer. Right. Which is not that unusual for, you know, a high school coming-of-age movie. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, there's there's just a lot of pros here. Um, Yeah. Like you mentioned, uh, Beanie Fieldstein, a.k.a. Jonah Hill's sister. They're like twins, bro. Like, they look so much alike. It's weird. Um, you know what's funny? Like, when I saw her in Lady Bird, I didn't even, like, connect the dots until damn. after I was like, whoa. Damn. Yeah. Good point. I feel like... It's also, like, the last name, like, Hill, Feldstein, yeah, you know, it's super like, weird. But, yeah, I don't think I knew either. But it was one of those weird things where, like, yo, she looks a lot like someone, and I can't pinpoint what it is until you, like, read Jonah Hill, and you're like, oh, 
Wow. Like, yeah. But yeah, the, the last name throws you off for sure. But there's also, mm-hmm. like, since you bring that up, there's connections people are, like, already making to Superbad, which Jonah was in and has, like, a similar idea to it. Funny thing you bring that up, that went through my head as we were watching the trailer. You played the trailer for me, like, oh, check this out or whatever. And halfway through it, I was like, damn, this seems like a female version of Superbad in a way. Right. Where, like, they're kind of going through this adventure to people, strong friendship. I don't know. It just has, like, those easy... After being, like, quote-unquote losers in high school. Yeah, exactly. It has that, like, easy connection to it. But, I mean, I'm sure it'll have a lot of differences, too. But it is, like, one of those cheap connections you can make to it. Right. Yeah, I mean, it just premiered at South by Southwest. And one comment I saw about, like, the difference is that, like, this feels a lot more modern. So even in that alone, I'm sure it'll help it stand out a lot. Yeah. I don't know if it was just me or how I interpreted it, but in the trailer there was like a few shots or I don't know, maybe how they were interacting where like it seems like social media will be something or have some sort of part on it. Maybe they use like iPhone video or something in it. But that is like something that you must have in a modern coming of age film just because it's such a part of growing up now yeah for sure so yeah i would agree that it would feel a lot like today or super relatable to growing up now and yeah yeah let's hope it's really well made also like great editing in the trailer i thought from like the cuts to the music going along with it i thought they did a good job with all that Oh, yeah. There's very few cons. And, like, I feel like usually I'm very critical of trailers. Like, they all look the same or they give too much away about the movie. But this one did a good job. Yeah, I'm like, I think you know this. I'm not a huge fan of trailers at all. Yeah. I'm on the side of uh, going into a film completely blind and not knowing what it's about. Yeah. I feel like I... I mean, that's definitely my preference to... Yeah, I feel like I enjoy it more and I don't expect anything out of it. Sometimes, yeah, like after watching a trailer, you can assume something wrong or you kind of know how things are going to go or just get like a tone out of it. But not knowing your standards, I guess, are also like lower. Yeah. You're like more off guard. So, right. You get surprised by more stuff. Yeah, exactly. So I cons trailers. Overall, yeah. But this one for sure worked. And it'll make me want to watch the movie where I probably would have just let this movie pass or not be aware of it. Right. Um, So, yeah. Pro for me. Yeah, pro. And then to wrap up the week, we're going to try another new mini segment. Oh, my God. So many changes (laughs) and add-ons. Where... We just give one pro and one con for the week, and we'll take turns between us on who gives the pro, who gives the con for that week. And it might be personal, it might be something we watch or see, it might be something in the world that's happening, so 
Yeah, dude, I'm going to keep it very personal right now. I got a cons for you. All right. Hit me. Your boy's getting old, bro. Damn. So I've been in a lot of sports activities lately, whether just for fun or for work. There's a few leagues we're currently practicing for a softball league. Yeah. So I've been I've been moving around. And all of a sudden, dude, I have, like, these crazy, like, left knee pains Damn. that I've never had to deal with in my life. And it's super weird because, obviously, like, it, it's new and seems like one of those things that could possibly linger on. And it's not fun. Like, last night I was coming up the stairs. We live on the second floor. And my knee almost gave out. <laughs> like, I almost dropped. It felt like someone just stabbed me with a pen. Wow. And Yeah, I'm not happy about that. It does feel a lot better today, but it's still there. If I do, like, certain movements or something, I feel it. But I'm hoping with, like, keeping weight off of it and good rest, it'll go away. I'm testing it out because I don't want to have to hit the hospital for this or something. Yeah. And I'm not the type to wear a knee brace. That's not me. (laughs) I'm not ready for that. I'm about 20 years away from that, hopefully. Um, But yeah, that's my cons for the week. Damn. Tell me something good. (laughs) So my pro for the week, I went to see Better Oblivion Community Center last night, which is an indie rock duo of... Connor Oberst from Bright Eyes and Phoebe Bridgers. Connor's kind of like an older head. He came up like earlier in the 2000s and also was part of founding Saddle Creek and big in Omaha, Nebraska music scene and etc. And Phoebe's like a newcomer and has kind of found her way over past couple years and and kind of like become a mainstay in the indie rock scene and yeah they started a new project together and they just put out their first album at the end of january and so this was part of the beginning of their tour Mm -hmm. and it was also the hometown show for phoebe who's from la shouts and yeah it was great i love concerts and they put on a great show, really diverse set of both material from their album and also Phoebe performed some of her own solo stuff. Connor also did a cover of Funeral, one of Phoebe's songs, which is like one of my favorites from her and a whole bunch of stuff. And yeah, they just had great energy and chemistry live together. And yeah, it was a fun show. Don't. Definitely recommend checking them out. Both are good. Personally, I like Phoebe's stuff more, but they're great. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that wraps it up for this week's pros and cons. I'm Jack. And I'm Kev. And we'll see you next Friday for another episode. If you want to send us any feedback or suggestions, you can hit us up on social media at Cesspool Network. C-E-S-S-P-O-O-L network or you can email us at cesspoolnetwork at gmail.com and yeah peace